it's really important to try and embrace um, how digital can help a business to, to change its focus, even, even around changing um, hearts and minds as much as you know, ways of working processes. Hello, and welcome to the Is Digital podcast from ISD. I'm Ian McMurray, International Content Specialist at ISD. In this episode, I'll be speaking to five global business experts on digital transformation. We'll be looking at problems that real companies have faced, how and why these challenges present themselves, and in which parts of business we should focus on most urgently in order to ensure the company's digital transformation begins smoothly. Our experts are all teachers on ISDI's Global Executive Master in Digital Business. They are Jason Stokes, CEO at Eastside Company, e-commerce specialists based in Birmingham in the UK. Stacey Bevan. Stacey is a mobile strategy expert and head of media at Mr. Green in the UK. Pablo Penny. Pablo is an app growth specialist, managing director at Feature in Berlin. Moritz Dan, co-founder of Feature in Berlin and author of the advanced ASO book. Kathy McKay. Kathy is an online retail expert, CEO at Proximity Insight, based in London. Digital transformation is far from being a straightforward process. Given the sheer number and size of changes that need to be made on all levels of the business, there will always be stumbling blocks. Maybe there's a lack of focus in the right areas or mistakes in the type of investments being made, whether that's financial or in terms of strategy and support. I asked our experts, what are the biggest mistakes you see businesses make in their efforts to digitalize? Jason Stokes. It's an interesting question. I think that there's kind of a number of areas we see businesses kind of you know, making mistakes or not taking the right approach. This generally means kind of rushing into things, thinking that they need to go digital as quickly as possible without fully understanding their marketplace and what would be right for them. A lot of this comes down to how they kind of interact with their customers, how they engage with their customer base. And you know what's right for somebody for another, another person's brand is not necessarily just right for them. So kind of copying what the Joneses are doing might not be the best approach for kind of every business out there. And it's, you know, for us, part of the piece that we always engage with is that discovery piece, you know, understanding the marketplace, understanding who their customers are and where their customers are going to be. Stacey Bevan. Um, so there's two mistakes that I think companies make. One is not really getting the understanding of their customers, um, not understanding their behaviour, their needs, their wants and their customer journey. So not adopting a customer centric approach. The second thing I'd probably say is not strategizing. So not creating a strategy and understanding the business objectives um, before they actually start doing digital, which can lead to a lot of them wasting a lot of money, um, a lot of time and a lot of effort. So, yeah, those are probably the two biggest things that I feel companies are making mistakes with. Pablo Penny. Well, when it comes to, to apps, one of the big mistakes that 
I personally see is not a clear focus on customer experience. So you might have you know, a website, um, you might come from that space or from different spaces but and just decide to develop an app, but there's no clear focus on you know, what do you actually want to achieve with that app. And also, especially things like monetization, um, like how you're actually going to monetize with that app, that's actually also a pretty important topic and that's often left out for later. So basically focusing on that is really important and also having a clear growth strategy when it comes to apps. I'm, I'm talking about apps because that's my, my field of interest, that's my, um, my topic area. Um, so yeah, those are some common things that, that, that I see and then there's a, there's a lot of other things like tech choices, implementing the right tools to, to measure um, effectiveness of your actions that's often left to later, and if you do these things at the beginning, then it often makes things a lot, lot easier to actually be successful with, with an app if you decide to develop one. Moritz Dahn. So I think um, when it comes to, to making that digital transformation, I think a lot of companies are um, putting out pretty mediocre uh, products. I think the, the lack of innovation is, is definitely one of the the, the big, bigger points that I see uh, are bigger mistakes with, with those companies. Um, I feel that um, the lack of talent is, is, is probably part of the reason why that actually happens. Uh, it's harder for enterprise um, uh, to attract top talent, to, to create that bridge to basically going digital or actually being digital which because going digital is actually not not really entirely cutting it right you need to be digital in this day and age um, and I think that that is where the biggest mistakes are, are being made yeah Kathy McCabe I think typically some of the biggest mistakes um, are around inertia so like kind of not doing anything and procrastinating too long over decision making um, it's almost like sometimes uh, there's a, a need to do everything at once and it's really distilling that into very clear, clear um, goals. Of course, beginning the digital transformation of a company can bring many challenges at all levels of the organisation. We have to expect some bumps in the road and wrong turns to be able to fail quickly and apply learnings across implementing changes in strategy, technology indeed in all areas. So let's take a look at what other companies have stumbled over in an effort to avoid making the same mistakes. I asked our experts what are the most common pain points companies experience in shifting their business model to digital. Pablo Penny. Uh, well first of all definitely resistance to change in the company. I think it's quite common to have that um, if you want to really be successful in digital, you need buy-in from all different um, organizational layers, from marketing, from sales, but also from, from other um, units in the organization. So everybody needs to really be bought in and see the value, especially if you're developing an app, you know, what, what, what value will that actually bring? And then that ties into how you can actually be successful. Um, then there is also um, legacy tech is actually quite a big topic. Um, the problem is that some companies, or actually often bigger companies, have a lot of legacy tech um, built up over the years, big software systems and so on, 
and uh, to be successful in mobile you need to be pretty agile and actually be able to tap into new APIs to integrate different types of software and platforms to actually stay stay agile and be successful um, you can't do everything yourself so um, something that I see is that you know that kind of focus of trying to do a lot of things yourself building yourself is actually not a big advantage when there's companies solely focusing on um, analytics and that's their core expertise and they have a huge team built around that then you should have, go out there and actually look like who does this best and what do I actually want to choose and implement for my app for instance. Kathy McCabe. Typically it's around again it comes back to um, technical capability a lot of the time there's a lot of legacy solutions that need replacing and it's almost like having to do everything at once um, and, I, and it's really focusing on what the clear vision of the goals are of what they want to achieve and I think that's the best starting point um, and that's what needs to be done in order to, to move things forward at pace. Stacey Bevan. I would say um, probably the culture and the mindset of staff members. Um, sometimes, you know, when you go into a company that's kind of used to a traditional approach, I'm probably thinking more specifically the financial services sector. Um, and within that sector, what I've actually identified is some of the people within the company are still kind of, oh no, digital doesn't work or, you know, paid search doesn't work and, you know, their mindset isn't, isn't really ready to embrace the world of digital. So I'd probably say that is one of the things that companies should focus on in terms of transforming their staff members to understand, look, this is the way that we should be moving forward. Jason Stokes. I think part of, kind of, part of the difficulty is retraining or kind of making sure that you've got the appropriate skill set internally to be able to kind of execute well. Um, a lot of, kind of companies lean on agencies such as ourselves to start that process and do some of the heavy lifting. And we then try and go through a kind of a transformation piece where we empower the internal staff to be able to kind of conduct the heavy lifting with us acting more as a kind of strategy element to their business. Um, so, yeah, you know, some of the difficulties, I think, lie around, you know, making sure they've got the appropriate talent to be able to continue executing rather than having to rely constantly on third-party solutions or third-party companies. Moritz Dahn. I think the most common pain points that I see is um, the, the adoption of, of new tech within the company. There's always kind of resistance a little bit, uh, cultural resistance to to change uh, logically and uh, there's it can be frightening and it can be also adding overhead so i think there's there's like in, initially there's that adoption is uh, that adoption phase of, of new tech and new uh, and going or being digital is actually the, the hardest part um, of of yeah basically the digitalization steve jobs said that innovation distinguishes between a leader and a follower it's what drives a business to make the changes seen as necessary to succeed, perhaps in terms of the infrastructure of the company, the technology being employed, or even a completely new vision of how business should be done. But innovation is sometimes hard to come by when we're constantly dealing with the day-to-day. -day. I asked our experts, in what areas do you think business leaders currently lack innovation? Moritz Dahn. So, I mean, I'm coming from a mobile, 
from a, a mobile perspective. Uh, I'm, I'm the, having a mobile growth consultancy, so I think that's the angle I go in with. I, I see um, that actually there's quite quite a lot of innovation even in in the enterprise. Um, um, but where I do see a little bit of a lack is actually going one step further and like looking at the next technology, AI, uh, VR. I think there's there's still it can be a bit daunting for for business leaders to to think about those topics. I think there's um, there's a bit of a lack of bravery also to make that next step. I think uh, people are pretty good at innovating now in, in nowadays in, in mobile and making really cool cool stuff with mobile. Um, but yeah, the next the next technolo- technology or the next break is already looming, and I think making that next step is uh, is where uh, where I see a bit of lack of innovation. Pablo Penny. So I wouldn't say that there's any particular areas or something. I think that there is a lack of one of the things I think which is underutilized is consumer data, especially by um, companies that that have existed for quite a while they actually um, there is a you know a focus an increasing focus on getting more data scientists into teams and so on but really seeing the value in data and analyzing it properly and driving strategic business decisions by yeah by really using that data properly that's something where um, there can be there's still massive room for improvement for a lot of companies and um, yeah, data-driven companies are the ones that are most successful. If you look at these all these big tech companies like Facebook, Google, and so on, they're all super data-driven. They know how to work with data. Amazon has like teams of hundreds of uh, data scientists just working on building the next product. Um, so that's a big advantage. Often there's a lot of data, but actually storing that correctly and analyzing that correctly is really key uh, to being successful. Um, yeah, I've already men- mentioned monetization. That's also something I really see as difficult if you don't come, if you're not mobile first. Mobile first to companies that, um, you know, their, their first product that they developed is a mobile product. So for them, all of this comes natural. And um, But actually developing your existing product into something that you can monetize on, on mobile is pretty hard. Stacy Bevan. I would probably say it's not that they lack innovation, it's probably the knowledge of what's available to them. Um, We're in such a fast-paced industry, there's so much going on, there's so much available um, from an innovation perspective that, you know, some companies get lost and they don't really know, okay, this would benefit in my company in this way. We could develop this. They don't really understand what's available. So I suppose, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's more not a lack of not wanting to innovate. It's just knowing um, what's available. Kathy McCabe. I think technology is a big area that people are afraid of because it feels such a big shift in terms of changing legacy systems and lack of knowledge perhaps as to how to do that strategically. I think um, it's a bit, you know, everyone needs to know the numbers of a business but also people need to know the basics of how technology can enable and shift uh, a business model completely. Um, It's really important to try and embrace um, how digital can help a business to to change its focus, even, even around changing um, hearts and minds as much as you know ways of working processes in today's age it kind of touches everything we do this technology is is really an enabler in every in every way shape and form 
Jason Stokes. I think there's certain circumstances that we've come across where kind of business leaders and kind of market leaders have been left behind a little bit. Um, and it, it comes down to being able to kind of execute really quickly, um, being able to kind of fail fast in a sense and learn quickly. Um, we have a lot of agencies or companies out there that we work with that go direct to consumer kind of within a matter of weeks. And other companies out there that we work with that spend six months over in the shade of purple that should be on the logo or should be kind of on the font. And it's the, it's the brands that manage to kind of test and to just run with an idea and to kind of have fun whilst doing it are the ones that kind of tend to get the best results. We see brands, kind of brands that are moving quickly, that are picking up kind of technology that enables them to move quickly kind of as innovators. You know, they're picking up new mediums to engage with their customer base, whether that's kind of social media, whether that's Snapchat, Instagram, you know, Facebook advertising and segmentation. And you have a whole host of other businesses that have gone digital, that went digital a while ago, that have got a website, but haven't fully embraced kind of the immersive experience of kind of digital and social and how to go direct to consumer effectively. So in other words, I feel that whilst businesses in a, in a sense have gone part digital, they haven't kind of taken the bull by the horns with the innovations that are available to them at making sure they're offering as much of an immersive experience for their customers as possible. I mean, if you look at the um, if you look at AR as an example, augmented reality, um, you've got technologies out there now that you can load augmented reality examples within your browser, but there's very few companies actually engaging in this kind of medium in order to be able to offer the kind of best-in-class experience for their customers. Taking care to avoid making mistakes that others have already made is clearly a wise starting position as is knowing what others have found most difficult in the process of digital transformation. We've also seen that innovation needs to be both encouraged and supported across several fields and at all levels of the organization. That said, it's not always clear just where to start the process, where to first focus energy for the best results. I asked our experts, what one area would you recommend businesses address most urgently to aid their digital transformation? Kathy McCabe. If I had to pick a single area, it would need to be customer. I think there's a huge need to be customer focused as opposed to transactionally focused. Uh, customer, putting customer at the heart of, of the business is, is extremely important and really kind of understanding data understanding who the customer is, um, how they're purchasing, when they're purchasing, whether they're a profitable customer or a non-profitable customer. Um, all of those points, I would say, are really key. And, and it's really hard, I think, for businesses to focus on that um, and requires a, a big shift so that even you know, their daily reporting is really focused on how many new customers have we got, what's our churn, etc. Stacey Bevan. Without a doubt, um, having that real understanding of their customers, um, that can be lost with a lot of organisations um, and they fail to adopt that customer-centric approach and you really need to understand your customers because your whole strategy, um, understanding where your customers are, what they're doing, their interests, their behaviours, their journey from the path to purchase. Um, you know, it's really, really important. So that's one area that I would say, you know, don't lose sight of. It's easy to be within an organisation and, 
you know, kind of lose sight of the customer. Um, and, you know, the, the behaviour changes so much. The purchase patterns change so much. So, um, yeah, it's, it's one of the areas that's really important. Pablo Penny. Well, because I'm from mobile, I'm going to say having an app that supports your existing business will um, show your consumers, your users, that you care, that you're actually on the ball, that you're innovative. Um, but also, that can make your products more accessible to users. Remember that um, over 50% of users are now on mobile, not on desktop anymore, and they're not sitting at their PCs, not even at their laptops, but they're actually on, on tablets and phones. So developing that product to stay in the market, to be successful, is really important. Um, yeah, but also to build a team that can actually drive that forward. So not just um, building an app, and that's it, but having a growth team, an experienced growth team, with experts in there who know how to grow an app, with acquisition experts, with engagement and retention experts who know how to get people back into the app to use it. It's a very complex topic. There's a lot of tech involved. Um, so basically having a team that, that drives that forward um, and makes that app successful is pretty important. Moritz Dahn. Um, I, th I think um, the low-hanging fruits are still not really being um, kind of, uh, harvested. Uh, I, I think like the low-hanging fruit at this point is still uh, doing going mobile and being mobile and actually also enabling the workforce to be mobile and to basically take um, their work with them and increase efficiencies. Uh, I think there's that's the low-hanging fruit. Um, uh, so that's what where basically businesses should invest now, but they should already be thinking, of course, about the bigger picture and how to even go one step further in making uh, even the mobile devices, for example, making them uh, almost uh, not necessary anymore to to do to do work, but actually implementing AI technology to uh, to actually enabling efficiencies, I think, throughout the process. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the Is Digital podcast from ISDI. This episode was presented and produced by Ian McMurray. Please subscribe to listen to our upcoming episodes. To learn more about this and other digital topics, and for more information on ISDI's Global Executive Master in Digital Business and other programs, visit isdi.education. That's I-S-D-I dot education.